God is good. God is good. Ah, just feels so good to bask in Him this morning, who He is. He's so faithful to us. Uh, I'm going to be reading out of uh, Ephesians 1. I, um, I was reading something this week uh, about um, Jewish families. And, and uh, this author had this um, understanding of why Jewish people seem to uh, succeed more than average. He had statistics of, you know, people that had their, their wealth had increased uh, in their lifetime and, and uh, uh, achieving... Um, uh, educational status and and uh, influential status uh, and and his point was that the Jews are way ahead of everybody else and so his uh, his theory about why that is is that every Jewish child is blessed at least once a week by their daddy and maybe their mommy too in a formal way, but in a, a loving way. So that his point is that most, most kids grow up with um, maybe a blessing once a year or at most once a month, but these, these Jewish kids understand that they are blessed and they are chosen and they are, they are um, the children of God. And growing up that way, they, they have a different attitude about everything in life. So if something bad happens, like they, the point he was making was, was that they, they are given to a kind of a natural cynicism because of all the nasty stuff that's happened to people that are Jewish. And so they, they t- kind of generally tend toward negativism and, and cynicism. Oh, well, that always happens, that kind of stuff. But the blessings spoken over them overrides all of that, and they really can't believe that they're not going to succeed in life. They are favored. They're not, they're not <laughs> second-class citizens in any way. And, and his point was the blessing makes a difference. The blessing. So as, you know, uh, the Shabbat meal, as part of the Shabbat meal, the, the, the daddy, and sometimes the mummy, depends what the household believes, would bless the, the children. And they would bless each other and call each other blessed and rehearse what it is that they had come out of. And what, what a powerful testimony that is, I think. Made me want to bless everybody I see. <laughs> So I started looking at blessing, and, and I came up with this scripture, uh, Ephesians 1. I'm going to read 1 to uh, um, 14. Long reading, but 
You can stay with me, I'm sure. Now, the first part is just his greeting, but, but his greeting is, is, I find fascinating. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. To the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is where it starts in in blessings. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, wow, that we should be holy and blameless before him, in love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons, that includes daughters, through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will to the praise and glorious to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Is that a mouthful or what? In him we have obtained an inheritance have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we, who were the first to hope in Christ, might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Whew. Boy, the testimony and that reading, that's, that's enough. You know, that, that'll hold you for a week. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? How blessed we are? Now, this is the truth. Our thoughts are often um, guided by the enemy and our choices in letting him guide our thoughts. But our thoughts aren't necessarily true. Just because we think it doesn't mean it's true. And too often that is the case. It could be just dead wrong, even though I think it and hold on to it. And, and we can drive ourselves into a terrible place unless we see 
the wonder of his blessings. We can, we can as, a, as a prescription, as Catherine was given a cocktail of, of pain relief medications to take, our, our pain relief medication for the terror that we've gone through this last year and a half specifically, but many people go through it all the time. But during this COVID season, we have been bombarded with fearful things. Still are. Our prescription, our cocktail, is to overcome it with the Word of God. To take it regularly. Take it daily. To speak it out loud if you can. But if you can't, think it. Meditate upon it. Bible says you are blessed. We are blessed. And as we look at these blessings, just through the first 14 verses of chapter 1 of Ephesians, it, it's like there are so many there. It's like, um, you know those, those Russian nesting dolls? You take one and you open it up and, oh, there's another in there. And there. Oh, there's another one in there. <laughs> it's like every time you look at these things, you look at one of the blessings and you think, oh, well that, that also blesses me in this area. And then I'm blessed in this area. And it, and it just gets bigger and bigger. There's, the blessings of God are huge. <laughs> take, take a look, if you can, in the first 14 verses there. How many blessings do you see in there? Just take a minute. Can we throw it up on the, the screen, some of it, just so people can look? Just as you're doing that, you remember the old hymn, Count Your Blessings? <laughs> yeah, that's it. When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed. Tempest-tossed is what, is what uh, Catherine and Peter were. They were being tossed about by the lies of the enemy. When you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your bless, many blessings. See what God has done. So just looking at that, I, I spent about five minutes, and I got up to 28. 28 specific blessings. Let me just look at some of the big ones here. God chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. That's in verse 4. He chose us. He knew who you were before the earth existed. Before the thought of climate change was in anyone's mind. <laughs> he knew who you were and he picked you for this day. He picked Catherine out of all of the people that have lived in, in time 
so that she could bring a testimony to us this morning. Think about that for a minute. Chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. God destined us for adoption as his children. It's his work and not ours. He brought us in. Now, you think you can lose your salvation? You, you know, there, there's lots of concern about that. Losing your salvation is a work. It's a negative work, but it's a work. But salvation is not by works, lest any man could boast negatively or positively. So how on earth could we lose the salvation if we're predestined? Just play with that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> anyway, in Jesus, we have redemption through his blood. Through his blood, which is shed, has been shed. We have redemption. That is incredible. What that redemption buys us is access. Access to the throne, access to our daddy. Catherine talks to him just like she talked to us. You heard that? <laughs> she couldn't do that if she was a good little Jewish girl to 2,500 years ago. She would have to go to the priest, and the priest would take that in. She has access anytime, any day, that she wants to go and see him by the blood of Jesus. That blood also healed her. Pretty powerful stuff. <laughs> the blood, is that a blessing? You think the, the, the blood is a blessing? I, I think so. In Jesus, we have, verse 7, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Catherine went through her pros and cons. I'm sure her pros were much longer than her cons, but her cons were sins. <laughs> and she has forgiveness. They're not a part of God's plan. He has tossed them into the sea of forgetfulness, and we'll remember them no more. Amazing. Is that a blessing? I think so. <laughs> Knowing the life I've lived. <laughs> In Christ, we have also obtained an inheritance. An inheritance. There is something wonderful available to us. There is blessings untold for us to take possession of. In him you also were marked with the seal of the promise of the promised Holy Spirit. He sealed you. He sealed you. If you're sealed, I think that you can't take the mark. It's like Teflon. They try to put the mark on and it falls off like a grease pencil. It's gone. <laughs> you are sealed. You're going to make it. <laughs> because the Holy Spirit is the down payment on that. Whew. So those are kind of big blessings, but they sure work for me. 
I can, I can just focus on those and get all excited, <laughs> get all Twitter-pated for this God that I serve. We, <laughs> we can get caught up, too, in, in counting all those blessings, and, and because they are, there are so many when we start to get into it, they're like the sands, uh, the grains of sand at the beach. It's just impossible to keep counting all of the blessings. But we, we often get caught in my observation. We get caught in looking around us and, and wondering, why are they blessed and I'm not? Why, why didn't you give me that Ferrari that day, Lord? It had my initials on it for R-E. You, you don't know that story? It's <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was a beautiful red Ferrari in the parking lot out there, and he parked it away from everything so it wouldn't get scratched. And his license plate said, for space R-E. And I thought, somebody loves me. <laughs> This is great. I'm a believer, Lord. <laughs> it didn't occur to me that you say it fast and it's Ferrari. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a little more stupid than I think. <laughs> but, but we wonder why someone, like somebody else drove my car away. <laughs> why are other people blessed and I'm not? Why, why does everybody else get what I want? You ever get caught in that? It's so easy to go there. We get focused on failures and insults and, and bad things that just seem to happen to us. We get wrapped up in the circumstances of today. And we look at whatever's happening in our lives and we assume that this is it, that I'm stuck with this circumstances or this circumstance, and this is what I'm going to have to deal with the rest of my life. This is the final chapter, and whatever's happening today is the way it's going to be. When it when it isn't, <laughs> the the apostles in a boat, mighty fishermen, men of the sea. Jesus is asleep on a pillow in the back of the boat. They know they're going to die. They've seen it. They have friends that died in lesser storms than this. They just knew it was done. Got mad at God, or Jesus, <laughs> that he didn't care. This was the way their life was going to end. And, and Jesus was so at rest, <laughs> they got him up and he made the sea come to the same rest that he was in. Peace be still. <laughs> and they made it to the other side. The story did not end the way they thought it would. How often has that happened to you? Gee, I thought I was going to be stuck with this the rest of my life. Our testimony this morning was, I'm gone. 
I'm, I'm going to prepare for a, a glorious going out. I've, I imagine Catherine dreaming of, of a Viking funeral <laughs> with, a, with a boat and Peter <laughs> with a flaming arrow firing it out into Samiamo Bay. <laughs> that was the end. But yet she's here today. God wasn't done with her yet. <laughs> blessings. He is so full of blessings. He is so faithful. He, he can't help himself but be faithful. We, we see ourselves as, oh, God doesn't like me. It never turns out my way. He's mad at me. He is not mad at you. If he's talking to you about giving up something, it's because he has something better to exchange. He never takes something and doesn't give us something back. He gives us something way more beneficial back. Something that once we're into it, we understand, oh, this is way better than that used to be. Smoking. I know many people that God has taken smoking away from, but they didn't want to give it up. It's part of their lives. It keeps them calm, lets them focus on the moment, gives them a time out. And they give it up and they find, my bank account is full. I don't have to buy cigarettes anymore. This is great. <laughs> and their lungs regenerate. <laughs> the blessings are huge. Now the, and there's so many things that God does. The stuff that's killing us, he wants to... Remove and give us life, an abundant life in exchange. He's so, so good. I better hurry up. I'm getting, <laughs> I didn't count on Catherine being here. That was such a wonderful uh, surprise. So we've come through this pandemic and we've come through political upheaval and we're going through the, the racism wars They're, they're trying to pit us one against the other in so many ways. Don't fall for it. It's, 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 it's a game that they're playing with us. Right now, it's, they, it wasn't working with the black against white, and it didn't work with the Asian against white, and didn't work with the Asian against black. And, and, and now real big is the... the the indigenous people against the whites. And that won't work either. And so they're going to do the vaxxed against the unvaxxed. And they're going to have hatred and, and, and all kinds of, of terrible fights breaking out because of that. Watch it. It's going to happen. And it's, it's, it's all a plan. You can see it unfolding. But that's not God's plan. God's plan was that we love one another. That we work through the differences. We recognize the value in each person. And we love them through it. We are blessed. Ephesians 1 is a much-needed attitude adjustment whenever I read it. Grammatically, we can see that uh, bless is both a noun and a verb. As a noun, you might say, she is such a blessing. He said a blessing over dinner. 
Dad gave our marriage his blessing. These are all nouns. We have received so many blessings. But it can also be a, 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 a verb. Like the pastor blessed the couple and sent them on their way. That's verb. It's in, in today's reading, God who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. So they're both verb in the first part and a noun in the second part. It's amazing. The point is that blessing is something that can be both received, like a noun, or bestowed upon, which is a verb. Broadly speaking, a blessing received is a prayer for God's favor and protection and for all the benefits and positive things that might make one's happiness. A blessing given is the same. Really, it's a prayer. Like, God bless you is a wonderful prayer. I would that God would bless you. But even just bless you. <laughs> bless you in what you're doing. It's a prayer that God will bless you and, and, and enrich you and help you through the day or through your life. Whatever it is you need, there is a blessing for you. A blessing for you. We can pray for each other just by, just by blessing one another. The Old Testament looked at, at blessings mostly as material possessions. So you were blessed with children, you were blessed with good crops, you were blessed with good health or long life. Um, God, I, I won't go through it, but God blessed Job in, in um, Job 42, verses 12 to 17. He gave him double of everything that he had uh, uh, before he went through his trials. God blesses Job. And perhaps the most famous Old Testament blessing is the what we call the Aaronic blessing from number six. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. But in the New Testament, it takes on a little, little bit different flavor. It's more Spiritual benefits. Excuse me, half a sec. Spiritual benefits. So, like in the Beatitudes, out of Matthew 5. The Old Testament, we understood that the rich were blessed. But Jesus said, the poor are blessed. Those who were mourning had been cursed, it says in the Old Testament, or punished for their sins. But Jesus said, those in mourning were blessed and would be comforted. He changes. <laughs> There's something beautiful here, and, he's, and he's, he's blessing his people. The strong and mighty are the blessed ones we would get out of the Old Testament. But Jesus said, the meek would inherit the earth. And in the Old Testament, you were blessed if you have plenty to eat and drink. And yet Jesus says, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness are truly blessed. 
The Apostle James in James 1 verse 12 says that uh, um, the person who endures temptation, such a one will, be, will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Those that endure temptation. Now we're not just talking about the big temptations, you know. I, I, I avoided a sexual temptation, you know. So the, but there are temptations that we have every day. Temptations to, to be downhearted when everything around you is looking good. A, a temptation to be fixated on the negative and not look at the blessing side of things. A temptation to look at where you've come from and what you deserve. That's a temptation. When God isn't looking there anymore, he's looking at you right now and looking at your future and saying, that's where I'm taking you. That's what I have for you. Temptations resisted. The devil lays out temptations for us in our thought life in many ways. Resist those. Stay focused on the positive. There's a reason he gave us a plus sign as a symbol. Positive side, <laughs> right? It's not the negative side of the battery, it's the positive. Some of you don't get it, but that's okay. <laughs> we are a people who are blessed, but we also are a people who can bless others. The Apostle Paul says in our text that we have received every spiritual blessing. We have received it already. It's ours. So now we try to offer others every tangible and emotional blessing that we can. That's what we should be doing. People who are blessed do not curse. Look at James 3, verses 9 and 10 for that if you want. People who are blessed... Do not listen to complainers and naysayers. See Psalm 1. People who are blessed do not feel entitled. They feel grateful. When you know how blessed you are, you can't help but have the thanksgiving rise up in your heart. There is no entitlement there. There is no looking for your rights. There is gratitude that you are the child of the king. They can't take that from you. They can take rights away from you. They gave them to you in the first place. <laughs> People who are blessed tend to pay their blessings forward. That means they're generous. <laughs> I had a talk this week. It's just about generous. Um, I had a talk this week about uh, tithing and this person who, who um, was trying to justify his lack of giving 10%. I, I didn't ask him about it. He was just talking to me about it, you know. Uh, and and, and like I, if you know me, you know, I, I'm never going to press anybody about that stuff. But, but he was saying, well, it doesn't say anywhere in the New Testament that we need to tie 10%. And I said, no, it doesn't. 
What it does say is that everything you have is his. And if he asks you for everything today, because it's his, you have to give it. Are you ready for that? Or did you want to do the 10%? All of a sudden, 10% looked like a great deal to this guy. <laughs> it's perspective. We are blessed. <laughs> Sharing with you my joy for the week. <laughs> Haven't seen the check yet, but <laughs> people who are blessed are vividly aware of their blessedness and are humbled by it. <laughs> like there's, when you know how blessed you are, there's a, there is a temptation sometimes to walk with a little bit of a strut. I'm the child of the king, you know? But when you recognize that it's all from him, there's a humility that kind of washes over you. And grace, you know, they say grace is the uh, unmerited favor of God, right? And yet he gives grace to the humble. So it is merited. How does that work? Who wrote this thing anyway? <laughs> people who are blessed see the sacred and holy in every aspect of their lives when you know that you are blessed you see God blessing others and it's amazing who are you going to believe the devil who's speaking lies to you all the time has spoken lies to you all your life has set you up to, to fail today, you're going to believe him or you're going to believe God who has set you up for, for victory today? Amen. Catherine's testimony was, was <laughs> her life had set her up to be ready to go. But God had victory for her yet. God wanted her to get the gold again. When you got the gold as a kid in school, it felt pretty good. But getting the gold to live on and live with your dear Peter and the, the kids and see the joy of people's eyes as you told them the story this morning, that gold is worth more. I'll tell you, you are blessed. And we are blessed because we got to hear it this morning and see it with our very eyes. The Apostle Paul went through terrible and ugly and horrible things. He was, he was killed when he went to a rock concert. Stoned to death, sort of. <laughs> he, uh, he, he was <laughs> floating around in the sea. He was bitten by snakes. He was, you name it, it happened. And yet he sees himself as totally blessed. He could focus on all that stuff. Oh, my life is so awful. Everywhere I go, someone's trying to kill me. But he doesn't. He is blessed because God has blessed him. So here we go. My time is up. I could go on about blessings for a long time. In the, in the Talmud, which is a Jewish um, 
wisdom book about, uh, you know, many rabbis over the years have, have added to it. But Rabbi Meyer suggests reciting a hundred blessings each day. That we should all, because we are so blessed, he's a Jewish man, <laughs> or was, we should recite a hundred blessings each day. He figured that's one every 10 minutes of your waking existence. <laughs> now that might be a little much to jump into right away. <laughs> but I, I want to I ask God today as we pray, as we're, as we're about to end our time together. I want to ask God to help you see 10 blessings in a day. Recognize 10 blessings, simple 10 blessings. You awake for... 15 hours a day or 20 hours a day, whatever you're awake, for God to remind you of the blessings in your life, to show you how blessed you are. We have so much materially, which is the Old Testament um, uh, measure of blessing, but we have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm in the New Testament. Did you want to say something, Ronnie? Hang on a sec. We, we have some people watching, so I, you need to speak up a little and into this, okay? This is Ronnie. My name is Ronnie. I finally have the courage to come up here and speak about all of you guys and how much love I have received from everyone. As I said, I was born in India, but I'm here today. So one day I came out of my house. I was in tears. I don't know where to go, but my step stopped right in front of this door this church store. I'm like, why? Like, this is not a residential area. And then I turn around. Maybe this sounds like a poem or a song. I don't know. But these are the words I hear from Lord. His echoes into my ears. Now I'm speaking. This is a story, a true story. So as I turn and I look, it was Cloverdale Church. Church? In this area? This is a business. Why, why, why? And then I rang the doorbell because that was the only way to enter. Door was closed. It was locked. I, I was confused. It was back home. Churches are open doors. There's no doors. And you can go in any time, ask for whatever you need. But when I see Pastor Randy coming towards me, all I could do is just smile. Like my father. Dad, he's no more. He's with the Lord. <laughs> 
loved my dad so much. I still do. I miss him so much. When Randy, Pastor Randy, Randy, my pastor, you hug me, I feel I hug my father. Ah, good. Daddy, you gave me blessing. Maybe that day or a few days later, but you gave me one blessing I still remember to this day. It's been over three or four years. When we prayed for you that day? That day, that one particular prayer. Yeah. Or blessing. Yeah. I was feeling ill, shaky, like how I am right now, shaky. That's nervousness. (laughs) But that was, I was feeling ill that day. It was cold, rainy. My clothes were clothes were wet because I've been fighting with my ex-husband TJ and who was just scaring me I don't know why and I asked him many times he didn't know why but it was happening so I tried to come to you thinking it'd be open not knowing the churches have time so I just sat outside right against the door you know, the little crack that at the front door? Yeah. I don't know if they were from TJ or me trying to get in because <laughs> I was that scared. So in the morning when your assistant, when another lady, she came and opened the door. I She brought me inside. It was Andrea. She was right there. She, yes. <laughs> You're like a mother to me. I love you. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. She brought me inside. Not only she brought me in, she gave me something to drink, warm. I think went to the, into the kitchen and there was a tea or coffee, something warm. That's all I can remember. And then I asked, I didn't ask for a blessing by you. May I bless you, Ronnie? Yeah. Those were the words. And I said, yes, because to me, blessing is very important. As I've been sitting here calmly, I've been waiting for blessing. That's why I came today for your blessing, because uh, they give me courage. Yeah. They mo- motivates me so I can go towards my goal. Yes. Very so it's good. been four years. Very good. And well, I he healed you blessing. that day, didn't he? Hmm? Jesus healed you that day. You went away from here not shaking maybe, and not feeling so. bad. Yeah. Maybe so. That day, I just want everyone to know I was shaky, and my heart is beating really fast right now. Because it seems like I'm on my own now, and the echo from the Lord has left me on my own because it was my experience. I want everyone to know. So if I make a mistake, please forgive me. I am in training. <laughs> Why so, don't we have the women come and bless you then? I won't, but this is very important okay, everyone to know okay. that there is, a, there is something. Lord is there. We cannot see him, and but we feel. We just need to feel and open our ears because he does talk to us. 
okay? Randy, when, uh, Randy, Pastor Randy, when you put your hand on my forehead and gave me the blessing, even though I was cold, there was a warmth right here. It went through my body, and as the blessing ended, so did the, all the shiver, cold, and any fear I had. Yeah. And as a part of respect, I do want to touch oh. your feet. Oh. Bless the Lord. Okay. Thank you. If any, any women want to come up here and, and uh, bless Ronnie, why don't you come on up? Men, you can bless her from your seats. <laughs> I have the mic here if anybody has a verbal blessing they want to speak. Come on, Kim. Marina, you want to pray? Father God, we thank you for Ronnie. We thank you that she came today. Father, we thank you for the love that you put in her heart, Father God, for others. And Lord Jesus, we ask you to bless her again. Father, bless her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. Father, let her know what good things you have in store for her. Let her walk with you and talk with you. Father, let her know your voice more clearly. More clearly, Father. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, anoint her with your grace and your mercy, yes, Father Lord. God. Lord, let the words of her mouth and the meditation of her heart be pleasing to you. Yes, Lord. Let yes, righteousness Lord. and joy be her portion. Father, give her a heart that runs hard after you. That's right. A thirst and a hunger for your presence and your word, Father God. Lord, thank you that you satisfy her mouth with good things. Yes. And that you renew her youth. Yes, very good. Be glorified around We do. One more prayer. Shelly. Ronnie, we welcome you into the family. We welcome you as sisters. You are family. Lord, we just say, let your kingdom come. Your will be done in Ronnie's life. The latter isn't the latter. Your former is going to be way better. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And Ronnie, I want to thank you for bringing a blessing to us. As you shared from your heart, it, it blessed us more than you could know. So I thank you that you are a blessing to us. Yes. Thank you for doing that. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Bless Ronnie, we pray, Lord. We know you want to, and we know you have. So bless her with every blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the rest of us, why don't we stand? And we're gonna we're gonna pray. Thank you, Jesus, for surprising us today with two testimonies. You have blessed us in powerful ways, ones that will stay in our hearts. Thank you for restoring Catherine to us and, and for the power of that testimony. They overcame the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. The power of that testimony will be with us. 
And thank you, Lord, for Ronnie's testimony of how you touched someone who didn't feel like they deserved any touch at all. And you, you blessed her that day and you, you healed her that day. You ran from the top of her head to the tip of her toes with healing that day in a wonderful way. We bless you for your faithfulness and goodness. Thank you, Lord, that we are blessed in so many ways. Lord, as we go from here, help us to see 10 blessings a day. And help us to thank you for them. Be a thankful people. And help us to give away blessings. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Because you bless us in every way. Ah, Jesus, we love you. We love you. We love you. Would you bless each one now? Seems funny to say that because you've already blessed us. Would you bless each one now in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. Bless you. Go in peace. If you need prayer for anything, there's some wonderful people that will pray for you up here. Bless you.